Yes, people, it's episode 182 of Griff's Brain Dump, and it's me, Griff, obviously. Uh, how are you doing? Uh, as as your week been? It is Sunday, the 26th of July, um, 3.29. Just finished the Green Room podcast, now I'm just doing my podcast before I watch football. And what's the final day of the season that's what we're going to be watching and i've put all my bets on um, am i going to win who knows probably not but um you know you've always got to put on one stupid super bet where you just bet on all upsets a few draws in there that's that's the that's the trick to winning money put some draws in your accumulator um but yeah looking forward to to this mayhem of a final day but uh, what's just been going on this week? Yesterday I was out with a few friends. We was in uh, Vauxhall Beer Garden. I think that's what it's called. That street food and beer garden place. Um, it's nice to be outside. Nice to be outside. Wore my mask on public transport as well. Got my stylish, fashionable mask, all black. And um, it's just nuts. It's just crazy. I was on the train coming in. And on Victoria Line, and I saw um, a Muslim lady for um, oh, what's what's that called? Is it bur- burqa? Wait, is burqa just the the head, or is burqa? No, she wasn't for burqa. It was. Help me out! Help me out! What is it? What what's the word I'm looking for? Nikab. She had like a niqab, right? And um, so she had her mouth covered, right? So you could just, it's loose round her eyes. And it's just hilarious looking at her and everyone else with their face coverings. And she was the only person who looked normal. <laughs> She's the only one who looked normal. I was thinking like months ago, yeah, months ago, People were bitching and moaning about your right to wear this. And now look at you being the only normal person on this train. Because all of us are here with our mouths covered. Some people with their flimsiest masks as well. Um, and yeah. And I guess it's hard as well with this thing, right? Because like not everyone is has to wear the mask because of health issues or whatever. And then, but you can't help, but my I know my mind has been rewired. And when I see someone without a mask, when everyone else has a mask, I'm like, what are you doing? They have to just convince myself they've got a health issue. And that's the messed up thing about some like inv- invisible health issues in the sense of you look at some people, you go, well, you don't look like you've got anything wrong with you. So why haven't you got one? Why haven't you got a mask on? Why haven't you got a mask on? And, and uh, I can imagine someone's going to, that's going to be the next viral YouTube videos um, or social media. Is going to be a Karen type person having a go at someone for not wearing a mask. Or vice versa, having a go at someone for wearing the mask. It's going to be something dumb like that. It probably already exists. I can see it now. And they're going to go viral and stuff. But um, I'm wearing my mask when I'm out um, because it's not that big of a deal. For me, it's not that big of a deal. Um, what else is going on? 
Did I just mention the pod last week that we booked a holiday ambitiously? Tried to book the holiday to go to Tenerife. Tenerife. Um, only for it to be announced literally yesterday that Spain's been removed from the corridor list. Meaning that if you do go to Spain, that you have to come when you come back, you have to quarantine for 14 days. Uh, that's something we just can't do. Uh, we have jobs and things to do. So, yeah. So, maybe we can't go Spain, even though Tenerife isn't mainland Spain. It's, it's Africa. Canary Islands. Um, so, so, I'm not sure. I think they might be saying, oh, it might be different if it's not mainland Spain. But I'm going to keep you updated. And, uh, and now you know that that's where I might be going. You can see whether I'm going to be trapped in a foreign country or not. Because um, other countries you've looked at, Greece, Greece have said, hey, if you come in from the EU, um, you're fine. But they literally have this in right. But if you come in from outside of the EU, in brackets, including the UK, yeah, not one foot in, one foot out of the EU, motherfucker. You're not in the EU anymore. Get out. <laughs> That's how Greece is going on. You're not in the EU anymore. So, yeah, including you, UK, then you're going to get random testing. And if you show anything that says you've got coronavirus, you'll have to be quarantined at a government facility for your duration that you're there. Again, that is something that I don't want. So we're trying to find somewhere else to go or holding out for Tenerife there. To not be included in the actions that have been taken against Spain. So, yeah. We'll see. Maybe we're just not meant to go on holiday. Maybe we should just acknowledge that there is a global pandemic and just relax our asses and just just wait. Just wait a bit. Maybe. Or maybe you can't tell me what to do. Yeah? It's a free country. Do what I want. Except for illegal things and things that are socially unacceptable. But after that, do what I want. So, yeah, it'd be, um, be interesting to see what happens with that. Um, what else? My car. Haven't heard anything back from, from those guys. So it'll be another um, passive email on on Monday that I'll send. Um, hmm, what else? What else do we, what else I've been doing this week? Working. Went out. Went out on Monday for something to eat. Met met one of my best mates. Well, my best mate, my best man at my wedding. He, my best best mate. Friends. Um, we went out for um for something to eat and a drink on on Monday. It's hilarious. Food got delivered to our table. And it was just put on the table and said, oh, this is the nacho replacement. Here you go. It was chicken nuggets, which I think is an amazing replacement for nachos. But if I ordered nachos, you brought chicken nuggets. <laughs> I'd be very happy. Because nachos are just glorified crisp. I've, I've never been a fan of nachos. I almost get quite annoyed when I'm with people. I get excited about nachos. People go, oh, I love nachos. I'm like, really? You basic <laughs> oh dear like, if you've got a general love for crisps i'll let you off but 
if you, if you like nachos as some kind of dish, then you're a basic bitch for liking um <laughs> liking nachos. Ah, uh, yeah. But anyway, we sat down and this nacho replacements came, which were nuggets, which is a nacho upgrade. And we would look at each other and went, nacho, did she say nacho replacement? That's, I mean, that's not a sentence we'd make up and we both heard it. But we didn't order nachos. Did you order nachos? Because we was using the app to order something. No, I didn't press nachos. No, neither did I. All right. Okay, well then, um, fuck it. Let's just eat them. So we started eating them. We was halfway in. And then our main food came out straight away. And then she comes back and she goes, okay, uh, guys, sorry. They were meant to be for the other table. And we was like, okay, cool. So, and my boy was with me, he goes, all right, so what are we doing now then? <laughs> what, what do you want to do? Because she was just kind of stood there waiting for us to, I don't know, maybe volunteer to pay. Maybe he said, I can throw them up for you if you want and put them back in. And you can give it to the other table. Like, what What do you want us to do at this stage? There's only one thing to do at this stage, yeah? And that's for you to put in another order and give them to them what they ordered and not charge us. Because why would we pay for something we didn't order? Granted, we've eaten it, but we didn't order it. We thought these were complimentary natural replacements. So... This is not our issue. All right? All right? So, uh, yeah, we didn't pay for those natural replacements. Of course we didn't. Yeah, but it was nice. It was nice to be out, have that bit of normality going on. Um, as I said, I feel like creeping a bit back to normality. I went to the gym today. Um, I had no intention of going to the gym, really, but I realised my excuse for not going to the gym for a while has always been... My life's too unplanned, too up and down, so I can't get into a routine. You know, I work in the day, gig in the evening. Then the evenings I'm not gigging. I like to actually be at home with my wife. Uh, Then she has a go at me for saying, you're using me as a reason to not go to the gym. And I'm like, shut your goddamn mouth. You might be telling the truth, but shut your goddamn mouth. I'm not here to hear your truth. All right? Now, do you want me here or not? She's like, no, you should just go to the gym. I'm like, okay. I'm going to stay. I'm going to stay. Wait a minute. Let me just pause this. Sorry, someone tried to call me halfway through the pod. I think it's one of those uh, cold callers, which is bloody annoying. I hate them. Those automated messages. You, know, you pick up and there's that big pause. Because it didn't answer. But yeah, when I, you know those ones, the answer. Big pause. It's like, Hello. Have you been in an accident in the past three years? Then. And then some of them, they try to be smart. So they try to leave a pause to make it like it's a natural conversation. So like, hello. And you would go, hello. That's why there's a pause. And they go, Hi, I'm calling from ba 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 ba, and then you just don't say anything, and they go, "Yes, that is true," and then he's like, "Nah, nah, go away, block." Anyway, what was I saying? Go to the gym. Yeah, so I've been avoiding the gym before, but I went today, sweated it out nicely, 
they've done the gym nicely. Um, I mean, they've added some new lights and a, and a lick of paint, and they've um, cordoned off some rooms from the main gym area, which is nice. So much cleaning stuff, all hand sanitizer everywhere, which is good. They've got um, things to wipe stuff down. Um, I mean, there's some stuff that's already there at the gym, but I don't know, it just feels like there's so much more of it that it's like impossible to not wipe it down. I think like the coronavirus has been good to make people actually have a bit more, bit higher hygiene standards. Still seeing dirty bastards leaving the toilet cubicle without washing their hands when I was out on uh, yesterday and a drink with my mates. The cubicle! I mean, I wash my hands and I go for a wee. Like with soap and everything, always have. But some of these people, the savages, they're coming out of the cubicle. You're never doing anything clean in a cubicle. Even if you went into a cubicle just to, I don't know, rearrange your underwear, you've had to touch the door, the lock. Oh, you probably have to touch the toilet seat because someone's left something mad in the toilet. Then you touch the lock again. Oh, the user going to bowl out of the cubicle like it's nothing. Put your hands in the crisps, in the central crisps of the table. Piss off, mate. That's why I don't share crisps up with people at the pub. Because you got, you know, you got your friends and you think you know them, but you don't know them. You don't know. You don't know. Right? Because if your friends aren't absolute morons and social ass clowns, yeah, they know... If you're all there, there's a group, you say it's four of you, yeah? And three of you going, oh, my God. Even though only three of you, just need one person. God, can you believe? People don't wash their hands after they go for a shit. And then you, and then because you've said that, you've got to be socially savvy enough to be like, oh, shit, wait. Do people wash their hands after a shit? And everyone else is like, yeah, they're so disgusting. And he's like, yeah, they're so disgusting. Meanwhile, you haven't washed your hands. And as you reach... For the team crisps in the middle of the table. See, that's why you don't know your friends. It's, it takes a, a, a sociopath to, in that situation, to go, I don't wash my hands. Sociopath or a moron. But I know. I know. It's, uh, it, it's disgusting. But these people coming out of the cubicle, I didn't know them. And I didn't share anything with the people I was with. I assume they washed their hands when they. Go to the toilet. But you just don't bloody know. You don't know. You just don't know. No, it's like with washing your hands like a chore for some people. Like I know showering's a chore for me. Can't lie. I do it. I do it because I like being clean. But I don't actually like showering. Even though I take very long in the shower. Um, it's just, I know, it, none of that makes any sense. I don't like showering. It's, it's, a, it's a chore, but it's a necessary chore that I undertake to become clean. But I don't take quick showers. I don't, I, I don't know. It's strange. I can't take a quick shower. I don't know what it is. I think it's the fear that I might fall over if I rushed in a shower. And I don't want to die wet and naked. You know, it's just, I don't want that. I don't want the coroner having to take photos of me. There's me wet and naked with my flaccid penis <laughs> in official documents. I don't. I can't have that. Think about it. Just 
you unless you're someone else is in the house and they hear you drop if you're in the house on your own imagine you've had a shower you live with one other person they've gone out you're having a shower now it's about 10 a.m and they don't come back into the house till about four showers just running they're gonna assume oh that's a weird time for you to be having a shower at four and they're gonna just carry on their day until they realize hold on you've been in the shower for whew, an hour and they're gonna try and open the door it's gonna be locked and they're like hello hey hey and then they're gonna panic they're gonna try and pull the door down maybe they can't maybe the door opens outwards like my door does so you just end up ripping the handle off you can't do that so you're gonna actually have to call someone and you're panicking you're distressed you're distraught fire brigade police ambulance bring them all bring them all all of them bring the bloody coast guard just bring fucking mountain rescue park rangers rspca just someone help help and then they rip off the door and there i am naked naked and shriveled up everywhere including the most important part the penis yeah and then <laughs> and there there's my wife have cried her husband's dead while the emergency service people are all looking each other in the eye thinking okay no one no one laughed now but this is going to be a funny story at some point because they're all morbid they're all you know what I mean? They're desensitised to death. and They've seen people be stabbed to death and shot in the face. So to see a man naked in the shower dying like that, it's kind of funny. Ah, <laughs> oh dear. Um, what else has been going on in the world? Um, nothing really. Meg the Stallion. Tory Lanes shot in the foot. Uh, don't don't care. So, don't talk about. Oh, actually, maybe I'll talk about this one thing. Um, so someone I know uh, posted on Facebook. It's a, it's a quote. It was a quote. Um, um, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? It's a good question. It's good to. So, so no, that's just her hashtag, doesn't matter. All right, so the brat in speech marks, so it's a quote, uh, is to say, to say that straight men are heterosexual is only to say that they engage in sex, um, so in brackets, fucking exclusively with the other sex, i.e. women. Um, all or almost all of that which pertains to love, most straight, straight men reserve exclusively for other men. The people whom they admire, respect, adore, revere, honour, whom they imitate, idolise and form profound attachments to, whom they are willing to teach and from whom they are willing to learn and whose respect, admiration, recognition, honour, reverence and love they desire, those are overwhelmingly other men. In their relationship in their relations with women, what passes for respect is kindness, generosity, or paternalism. What passes for honour is removal 
to the pedestal. From women, they want devotion, service and sex. Heterosexual male culture is homoerotic. It is man-loving. Uh, well, I guess that's kind of true in the sense of me as a man. I kind of prefer men for everything except for who to be in a relationship with. <laughs> um, I think it's an interesting, interesting uh, topic, really. It's an interesting topic. I might send to the guys at ESN because there's a group of them to actually discuss it. But, I've, I mean, I guess I can't argue with that, right? You've got your different types of love. Um, I know it's all various types of love. But I think a lot of people get upset at it because if you use the term homoerotic, and uh, people think erotic is sexual. Uh, but I guess erotic does mean that, I guess, doesn't it? I mean, so there's eight ancient Greek words for love. You've got eros, which is uh, romantic, passionate love. So uh, probably it's not homoerotic. Um, men loving other men who are heterosexual. Um, but philia, affectionate love. Um, hence, you know, all your philias, uh, like an anglophile. I don't want to use the obvious one, um, but a francophile, someone who has an affectionate love for French, anglophile, affectionate love for the English, afrophile, affectionate love for Africa. Um, agape, which is selfless, universal love, storge which is familiar love, mania, obsessive love, ludos, playful love, pragma, enduring love, and philotia, which is self-love. So if you're a man and you love yourself, then I guess that's man or man love. Um, but I think we have, out of those eight, yeah, I think men would probably have seven of those uh Seven out of the eight, except for Eros, um, more from other men than they do for women, right? If I'm just looking at things like enduring and obsessive love, um, you know, men can obsess, men are really obsessed about women, they obsess about things like music and football, <laughs> that's all we obsess about. Enduring love, hey, I've had multiple girlfriends and I now have a wife, but. I've stuck with Tottenham Hotspur. And Tottenham Hotspur has hurt me way more than any woman has. <laughs> but I still love them. I, I love them. Um, familiar love. I uh, don't know. Well, I can't think of an example. Ludos love. Playful love. Who do you play with? You, you want to hang out with the boys, isn't it? That's who you want to hang out with. You want to play PlayStation with the boys. Yeah, with the boys. Go bowl with the boys. Just, just do stuff with the boys. It's more fun boys but i think another thing there's all those other things but i think what happens with these uh, topics is sometimes um we try to deconstruct things too much maybe um or when something's deconstructed we take it as a criticism of what it is and i i didn't take it as a criticism um 
and just maybe maybe men like hanging out with other men and that's fair i'm sure women like hanging out with other women more than like hanging out with men right well, surely surely women admire women more than they admire men i'd imagine maybe one of my reasons if women don't i guess might be socialization as a child example little boy child little girl child little girl child picks up you know action man barbie we go okay that's cool not even action man ken in girls toys there's a space for men to be involved yeah family you play like little family game but barbie's got ken yeah uh cindy had paul something like that there's a space for a man there right whereas when boys play it's you know it's 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 man characters um you don't even want to pick the female characters in like computer games and stuff you don't have to pick the girl no i want Ryo, i want ken i don't want chun lee you know chun lee was wicked on the games no, i don't want chun lee that's not me um and then yeah, I think so. With boys, I think so. With an action man, I don't think there is a an action lady who's his counterpart or sidekick. I think of like superheroes. So I'm thinking like Batman and Robin. Um, yeah, sidekicks. Do they even have female sidekicks? The first one that came to my head was. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah, that newsreader girl. Is it April? She didn't have any skills, though. She was just some human chick, right? Ah, get out of here. You ain't a giant kung fu rat. You ain't Shredder. You ain't Bebop and Rocksteady. <laughs> you, ain't, you ain't those guys. So, I don't know, man. I think that might be the reason for it, is uh, we're not socialised to have girls. Girls aren't cool. They're not. They're not cool. That's what we're raised with. So maybe that's it. Maybe that's it. Um, right, let's give us some dear Deirdre. And then I am going to watch football. So uh, I'll actually search football as I talk to you guys. And then I'll also look for dear Deirdre. On my phone. Um, dear Deirdre. Right, where is Tottenham? This is going to be so much on this TV guide. I'm gonna get lost. Premier League. Premier League. It's such a low priority game, there's isn't even on the front page. But uh alright, okay, right. Uh, play it, get it on mute, and then I'll talk to you guys for a little bit more. Right, mute. No, that's the speaker. Right, yep, yeah, cool. All right, um, dear Deirdre, my missus only wants to have sex with me if her friends are allowed to join in. Um, right, it depends how often this is happening and what the friends look like, I guess. <laughs> no, I mean, not every day's a party. Does everyone need to get involved in the sex today? Can it just be us today? She's like, nope. 
She's like, it ain't no fun. Unless the homies can get some. Hey? And they're just playing that in the background. Your self-esteem is going through the floor. <laughs> anyway, my girlfriend only wants to have sex um, with her mates in on the action. Sometimes it feels like all my birthdays have come at once. And other times I think she might be bored of me. I mean, th this isn't the worst way for her to express that though. Um, let's see. I am 23. She's 22. We have been an item for just over a year. Our sex life has been great from the start. My girl is gorgeous and all her mates envy me. And all my mates envy me. Amazingly, um, her three besties are hot too. Bruv, what are you moaning about? She didn't see them for the first few weeks of lockdown, but then they all got fed up with it and had a boozy night round our place letting their hair down. I went out to see some mates of mine and they were all still drinking when I got back late. They ran off to the bedroom and came back wearing skimpy outfits. Then they sat next to me on the sofa and started running their hands all over my hair and body. I was on cloud nine. I asked my girlfriend what was going on and she told me to chill out and enjoy the ride. And what a sexy ride it turned out to be. We all finished the night on a high. It was an incredible experience. The next morning, we slept in late. Then our mates left. My girlfriend and me went out for the day. It was like nothing had happened and she didn't want to talk about the night before. She just laughed it off. But something hasn't been right in our relationship since. I didn't give it a second thought when I tried it on a few nights later. And she said she was tired. Oh no. Oh God. But it has been one excuse after another until she suggested inviting her pals to join in again. I was surprised but agreed. It has been happening on a regular basis ever since. Now I cannot remember when just me and her had sex and it's really starting to bother me. If I say anything, she just says I should think how lucky I am. Uh, you, Yeah, you are lucky. But you have a right to want to enjoy your partner, just you two, right? Uh, not just flipping the whole gang involved. So maybe ask her, what is it? Because maybe what's happening in the sex? Is it, you know, the the Friends episode where you're just making a sandwich and they're carrying on? Is that what's happening? Or are you fully involved and just mucking in? Are you getting involved with your girlfriend still? Like this could all still be happening. Um, if that's still happening, maybe less to worry about. But if she's just there, you know, tipping the velvet with one of her friends, or she's just watching you bang her friend and just not getting involved with you or anything, then there's probably another issue there. So I'd say that. Analyse it. The next time you have sex, analyse it, break it down, have a little match of the day thing. Record it. Sit down with your mates, match of the day. And just analyse that. Yeah? You see here, you see I was isolated on the left wing of the bed here. Uh, you see that the two girls are just getting involved in the centre, dominating the centre of the bed. I can't get in the mix. But then the third girl switches wings, comes across from the right wing to the left. And that's when me and her start getting involved with each other. That's when the game gets really interesting. Um, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, sex stress. I'm desperate for sex and my husband is never interested. I still want an active sex life at 50. But when I try to talk to my husband, all I get is I'm not interested. We have been married for 22 years. He is 10 years older than me and has had health issues, especially over losing... Uh, his sex drive. His doctor prescribed Viagra, which helps his performance, but does nothing to boost his desire. 
yeah, desire is so much more of a mental thing, right? Um, when we do have sex, it's regimented, never spontaneous, and you cannot manage certain positions. I want sex more often than once a month, and especially the kisses and cuddles that go with it. Oh, I'm thinking about giving him the ultimatum and saying, I will leave if things don't change. Um, yeah, because that's always the best way for men to perform in the bed, is to have a stress boner. Um, <laughs> you know what I mean? That always turns a bad on. Get hard now! Just like, okay, okay. <laughs> so, um, maybe just talk it out. Talk about your needs. Ask him what would get him in the mood. Try that. But you have to talk it out. And if not, then, um, then maybe you have to come to some arrangement where you get your sexual healing from someone else. All right, next one. And last one. Boo's problem. My partner has finally admitted he has an al he's an alcoholic. Should I stay with him? Um, here's, well, one thing is to separate the person from the condition. So he's not an alcoholic. He's a person suffering with alcoholism. I'll say that to say this because if you make the person... You may condition the person then they can't ever change, right? That's them now. And you don't want that. So is that when you say someone's schizophrenic? It's like no, they have schizophrenia. It's they have a condition. Um, right, so anyway, finally my partner has admitted he's an alcoholic. Um, he is kind, loving, and great with my kids. Um, great with my kids. Oh, so they're not his kids? Let's see. Anyway, I'm 39. He's 40. Several times I've returned from work to find him drunk. I've not been drinking, just full out drunk. Um, but he always had an excuse. Now he has confessed he's been drinking a bottle of vodka a day. Wow. I left him two weeks ago and took the children to my parents uh, to live after he fell asleep and left the grill on. Jesus Christ. The smoke alarm went off and I got a call from my neighbour. The house could have burned down. He has been so shocked that he's been sober since and he says he wants to stop. My ex was abusive and it took me years to get my self-esteem back and rebuild my life. I get it. You don't want to be involved in any of this shit again. I want a happy, peaceful life now but fear i am in for a lifetime of binge drinking cycles if i stay with him is there any light at the end of the tunnel well if he's admitted he's got a problem then surely that's the light at the end of the tunnel right that's the light at the end of the tunnel so what you do you clear the booze out of the house and you make him go and get some professional help you can't help him you're not a professional you can support him and love him but you can't help him in a sense of uh just on your own you can't just knock it on his head. Because um, you need to be able to build trust as well. That when you're not there, he's not drinking. That's the thing. Um, right. Is there anything else I want to say? Whoa! Okay. Right, last one. Then then we're off. Then we're then we're then we're gonna stop talking. I caught my dad cheating on my mum by having sex with another man and now I can't look at him. 
I imagine that is a, a, a bombshell. Um, I discovered my dad having sex with a male friend, or actual friend. Like, Uncle Jeff? <laughs> oh, dear. I discovered my dad having sex with a male friend when I came home early one day after meeting my, after meeting mates. Um, I am a 17-year-old guy. I could hear noises of people going at it upstairs and wondered what was happening. I was so shocked when I entered the bedroom. Whoa, okay, wait, 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 wait. You didn't catch them having sex. You bursted in on them having sex. That's your parents' room. So if you if you just right, so imagine you don't have any idea that your your dad's cheating on your mum, then you'd assume it's your mum and dad in the room, right? Going at it. So why on earth? Would you then push the door open? You bloody weirdo. I was so shocked till I entered the bedroom. Dad has assured me that nothing was going on and pleaded with me not to tell my mum. I can't bring myself to look at my dad now. I love both my parents, but I don't want my mum to get hurt. Where do my loyalties lie? <sighs> Boy. Um... I don't even know. I think you got if you got siblings, tell them. Tell your siblings. Tell your siblings. And then you can then yeah, then you can have some form of democracy. So it's like, especially if there's an odd number of you, then that helps. Then you can be like, right, so what do we do guys? What do you vote? Tell mum or not. And that's and that's how you have to go that way. Because um that's a that is a flipping mazza. <laughs> but you're in the wrong. Bursting in. It's your dad's house. That's what he should have been. He should go full arrogant. You know what I mean? Like, do you pay these bills? Is this your house? No, is this your room? No, then get out. Close the door. And put in your headphones. Because it's going to be some man on man term. <laughs> anyway, I think that's the end of the pod. Um, run out of things to say. But I think I did well there. That's like 38 minutes. No topics. Just chatting rubbish. All right, so that's the end of the pod. I'll see you lot later. All right, bye.